Chapter 2 Holy bank robbery! For a moment, I stared slack-jawed at all the money. I stuffed the stacks of cash back in the envelope, then glanced around the bar. But no one seemed to be paying any attention. I unfolded the sheet of paper. It contained a username and private SSH login key, followed by a string of code. My eye caught the IP address. 30.42.120.4. The NSA's network block. I recognized it from my time at the agency. OMG. Alarm bells started clanging in my head. As I scanned the code, I began to see where this was headed, and it wasn't good. Still, I had to know for sure. Code was my forte, so I opened my laptop and started following along. A knot formed in my stomach. Two keystrokes later, I backtracked, then slammed my laptop shut, my pulse jumping. I hadn't followed the trail far, but far enough to know that seriously bad things were afoot especially when accompanied by what looked to be about $50,000 in cash. You're early. I looked up as a young woman slid into the chair recently vacated by the other guy. She was Asian, pretty, and probably in her early 30s. Her thick black hair fell to her waist, and her eyes narrowed in anger as her gaze fell on the envelope and the code lying open just to the left of my laptop. What the hell do you think you're doing? What am I doing? I glanced at the code like a kid getting caught sneaking a cookie. Ah, ah, nope. Nothing even remotely plausible leaped to mind. To my dismay, she reached across the table and snatched the envelope with the money and the paper from the table. I would have grabbed them back, but she slid them inside her black purse and snapped the clasp shut. It's all here, right? She asked. It? The money. My mind raced. Ah, yes, it's all there. It better be. She leaned forward, her expression irate. You weren't supposed to open the envelope. For a well-paid courier, that was a stupid and dangerous thing to do. I didn't miss the threat her words and tone carried. This was serious stuff. I decided to play along. I was curious. No harm, no foul. Why were you looking at the code? I feigned surprise. That was the code? That jumble of numbers? Didn't mean a thing to me. That better be true. Her words carried an unmistakable warning. So what about the rest of the money I'm due? How will I receive it? What's the plan for that? I paused considering the significance and risk of what I was about to do. But things had escalated to a point of no return. I didn't see another choice. I crossed my arms against my chest and rested my elbows atop the laptop. The plan is... The hack is off. You can keep the money for your trouble, but your services are no longer required. So give me back the code. You won't be needing it. Surprise and then anger crossed her face. But to my relief, she didn't bolt. That's impossible. This directive came from the very top. Well, the very top is calling it off. A last-minute thing, I guess. Why? 
Her eyes narrowed as she looked at me, most likely wondering if she could trust me. After all, I was nothing more than a courier. I held my gaze steady, afraid that the slightest waver would tip her off. I don't ask why. I lifted my shoulders. Not my place. What about the other half of the money I was promised? I have no idea. You'll have to take that up with them. She pressed her lips together, presumably deciding whether she believed me or not. After a moment, she spoke. Fine. But I risked a lot to do this. This doesn't make any sense. Agreed. But this is what they instructed, so this is what you do. If your services are further required, you'll be contacted. The code, please. I held out my hand, but she didn't make a move to hand it over. Instead, she rose, wrapping her fingers tightly around the strap.